0: It's all for it. It's all about this. You play for this. No matter what level you're at, you play for championship. I said, you know we an interview and we're gonna make sure that I find out what is this guy knowing? wake up wake up sorry about that i had a few little technical difficulties had to square away um, on my damn storage but it's the wake up show with the coach jb man i hope you guys are all in here ready to rock and roll monday night football recap review all things real uh, make sure you pound on the like button subscribe become a member man make sure you come on over from the audio side to the video i'm on tiktok as well tiktok live happening right now in front of me Come on over to YouTube, man. Hit the pound button, subscribe. Become a member, man. This show is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag. Use the promo code Believe BLEAV50 and get you 50% off welcome bonus. You got Thursday Night Football coming up. Football seems like it's every day. You got Major League Baseball ready to go. College football on Saturday. NFL football on Sunday. BetOnline is the only place to be. Use the promo code Believe 50 Get you 50% off. Um, also, I told you guys if you guys want to uh, get you some Canada dips, you guys need some sleep, some energy, can dips, CBD.com, promo code COACHJB. If you guys buy one, head on over to my DMs or my email, send me a receipt, and you'll be signed up automatically for a giveaway of a bottle of whiskey signed, a book signed, a poster signed, or some free merch and some hoodies. So make sure you head on over to CoachJBStore.com and get you some fly merch. We got some merch, man. Shout out to my main man, Jeremiah. He bought a uh, slap sweater last night with the LA logo in it, and shit is goes hard. Uh, I sent it to my main man, Marcellus Wiley. He's getting one. Uh, Marcellus Wiley will be joining me Friday right here on the Coach JB Show on uh, at 1 o'clock on Friday. Um my cigars are ready for everybody on TikTok. My cigars are here. They're in Orange County, California. IA. And we're ready to distribute this week. I'll let you know how that will be. Uh, we got to figure out the technicalities of all of that. But it is, they are here and they are good. Um, so Albert Lopez in the house. What up? Lifelong friend of mine uh, joining the show. Um We're here on the Coach JB Show, man, this morning, this this real talk session in the morning, man, I get after it and talk all things NFL, talk all things football, and uh, try to stick to those things in the morning show, man, in the afternoon show, we talk all things college football, and real banter, real talk banter, so, uh, appreciate everybody coming on in, Um, pound the like button, subscribe, if you're not a member, become one, the $1.99, the best $1.99 you can spend. You have an opportunity to call in, chop it up with me. Uh, this mor- uh, this week, I will have a good friend of mine, Noel Mazzoni. He's the offensive coordinator for the USFL New Orleans Breakers. He's been the offensive coordinator at UCLA, Arizona, Arizona State, NC State, Auburn, uh, with the likes of uh, Brandon Jacobs and such. He was the OC. He'll be joining me this week. Good friend. Um, good friend of mine, Uh He'll be joining me this week and we'll chop it up and talk some football on the board, on the film. We'll get after it. We'll have a real deal football show show, uh, one day this week. So we'll be be getting after that. So, appreciate everybody on TikTok. Come on over to YouTube Live. We get after it here. It is active. If you are a Twitch member or a follower of mine, go on over to Twitch. Uh, We also stream live on Twitch. So... My main man, Hector's in the show. He was in an opportunity to win last night, a million dollars on DraftKings. So was I. I just never was in the ballgame because I got fucked by the tight end that Hector told me to pick. So, having said that, I see why Hector wins every game because he he fucked me and told me to get another tight end. And he got the tight end he told me not to get. And so, um... Shout out to my main man, Capo Hector. He does a show right after mine, and it's all betting, so make sure you follow him um, on the Stat Lab. Make sure you follow him. He's on my show as well. Um, I'm just fucking with Hector. Um, We were talking last night during the game, and I fucking picked the wrong tight end. I picked the Cowboys tight end. I should have picked the Giants tight end, and I got fucked. So... um, but Hector does his own show. Make sure you come on over and, and, uh, and ch- check his show out as well. So all things, uh, all house cleaning is aside. We're ready to roll here on the uh, morning show, the wake-up show, right here on the Coach JB show. Um, I'm going to address Mac Jones. I'm going to address Cooper Rush. I'm going to go back on Jason Whitlock's show this morning to discuss Cooper Rush. And I made a video last night. That motherfucker's better than Dak Prescott. Sorry. I'm sorry. I I know I make hot takes, but the motherfucker's better than Dak Prescott. Argue with me right here and now. If you're a member, you can call in. We can chop it up. Argue with me. i love to hear it. But I'm just telling you right now, Cooper Rush is efficient. He doesn't need to throw the ball 50 times. He don't run around. The motherfucker makes the efficient decisions on time and... That red-headed, Opie-looking motherfucker is better than Dak Prescott. I'm telling you right now. Now, I'm going to break down this thing in totality, but let me get to Daniel Jones, who I've said is going to have a great year. I like Dayball. I think he's doing a good job. They are missing in some key elements, and I could see Dayball and this giant team really, really being an issue for folks in a year or two. Not now. Not this year. The O-line is absolutely atrocious. It's right there with the Cincinnati Bengals. It's very, very bad. And their wide receiver crew, I commend, I commend, I commend Brian Dable. Shout out to Brian Dable for benching Galladay. And me and Hector were talking last night about some betting shit. And I'm like, fuck, Galladay only had two snaps last week. What's going on? I don't follow NFL like that. I don't follow the the Giants. I just know football. And he was like, shit, they benched him. And I'm like, really? So he was benched. And I fucking see why. He dropped fucking everything last night. Like, how many balls can you drop to really demoralize your quarterback? Like, Daniel Jones is being demoralized back there. But I see things from the quarterback eye, the quarterback perspective, that shows me Daniel Jones has a lot of fucking tools. He reminds me of Tony Romo, skill set-wise. Better athlete than Tony. Uh, Much better athlete. Faster, can run. Daniel Jones tucks it and runs to get yardage. He doesn't run around and escape the pocket. If you notice, all his runs are vertical runs after he climbs the pocket. It amazes me that all my dick-riding friends on TikTok, Twitter, and IG, uh, once I post that, their whiteouts are horrible, and then they say, oh yeah, just like Daniel Jones throwing a pick on the last play? <laughs> you do realize, you retarded dumb fucks, that the receiver slipped and fell, right? You do know that the, the receiver slipped and fell, and that's why the pick happened, right? You do know if a wide receiver runs the route and doesn't fall, he's in front of the safety that picks the football off, right? I, do I have to really explain to y'all on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok real every single snap of football and how it works? Do I need to really break down every single snap on how shit works? Hey, so this is the thing, okay? If the receiver for the offensive team falls down, And there's a guy behind him who plays defense. And the ball's thrown to the receiver, who let's say is six foot. So let's just say the ball was anywhere within the knees to ankle range. You do realize the guy on the other team can actually intercept the football. I just want to make sure we understand how football works. So if the receiver's still running for the offensive team and doesn't fall down, guess what? He catches the ball and is running. For the offense, Daniel Jones looks good. But what do I know? So let me ask you this. Does Cooper Cooper Rush look shitty because C.D. Lamb dropped a 70-yard touchdown bomb earlier in this game? Because just so you know, if C.D. Lamb catches that ball, Cooper Rush throws for 280 um, and a couple touchdowns? I don't know. I'm just saying. Who knows what the momentum shifts like? And if the Giants don't drop three crucial first down throw balls, maybe the Giants are in the midst of this game and winning the game. But what do I know? What do I know? Um, That is the poll question, man. The poll question for today. The poll question. If Dak Prescott was healthy tomorrow, do you want him back? Or you want to keep Cooper Rush at quarterback? That's the poll question. Drop it in the chat. I want to hear it. Um, I think if Dak Prescott's healthy tomorrow, you keep his motherfucking ass right on the sideline doing this shit. That fucking bullshit. (laughs) Get the towel and do this bullshit. Let's see that. Let's see that dumb shit. Let's see. Keep doing that shit on the sideline, motherfucker. We don't give a fuck. I'm telling you. Cooper's coachable. He wants to be in there. He wants to win. And I'm not saying Dak don't want to win and not coachable. What I am saying is, fucking Kellen Moore sure looks ecstatic right now. He sure looks ecstatic with his sorry ass, play calling ass. He looks ecstatic coaching Cooper Rush. I'm just telling you. I know when I see a coach and I see the burden left off him, because just so you know, I'm going to break down some football things for you naysayers out here who have no fucking clue how this operates, all right? I'm going to break down some things for you. When you're a coach and you understand that all eyes are on you as the OC of the America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, and a $150 million quarterback, Dak Prescott, by and, and, and being managed by a crazy owner, Jerry Jones, this is what... Why he has a huge burden lifted off of him. Kellen Moore has no pressure, fellas. He has not a one ounce of pressure to perform at an elite level as an offensive caller and play caller, offensive coordinator and play caller. None. Why? His fucking hero, savior, Superman, Dak Prescott, is not playing. You have Opie in there, you have the young Andy Dalton. You have a quarterback that we're not expected to win with any fucking way. So do you know that Kellen Moore can drop his nuts and just call plays, have fun, relax, be ecstatic, jump around the sideline? You haven't seen him doing all that shit with Dak Prescott? Show me a video. I see this motherfucker running down the sideline now with fucking Opie. So he has no pressure. Coming from a coach's perspective, he has no pressure. He's doing things. In a fucking free world right now. He is so free and clear right now. He's calling offense. Cooper Rush is executing the play. He's getting them out of bad plays into good ones. He's not turning the ball over. He's available. He's available. Number one reason. Your availability. He is available. He's not a bleeder like Dak Prescott. He's available to perform every game. And you know what? He's not going to get hurt by running around the fucking pocket. He's going to throw the bitch away if he has to. Or he's going to get the fucking ball to check down. Or he's going to live to fight another down, which is the number one job for a quarterback. Live to fight another down. And that's what Cooper Rush is doing. And I think he looks very, very efficient. Now, listen. Is he more talented than Dak? No. Does he have a bigger arm? No. Is he his athletic? No. He's more efficient. He's better manager of the game with the crew they have. Now they can run the football effectively, run play action. They can still run some RPO stuff. He's he's decent He's decent enough at all those things. They can waggle him, get him on the edge, turn back some protection, get him on the edge. I have no issue with Cooper Rush leading your American's team, Dallas Cowboys. And I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I think that motherfucker can win you a lot of games. I think he can win you a lot of games. I don't know if uh, Dak can. That's just my real gut opinion. Um, Mac Jones. uh, We'll get back to Monday Night Football game. Mac Jones is out for multiple games, apparently, um, according to ESPN and all these other people. Um, He seeks... uh, His Alabama doctor, he's going to go back and see him for the the possible emergency ankle surgery, even though he has a high ankle sprain. High ankle sprains are worse than a lot of... uh, High ankle sprains are a lot worse than people think. They take longer than actually a break. So what they do on surgery, they go in and clean it and scope it, and they take the swelling out, and then he can come back faster. So... If that's the cha- if that's the case, go ahead. I, I was uh, uh, breasted uh, some information by my main man Mac Steve Mackin here that, that Tua also got the same performance um, by the same doctor, and he was absolutely shitty afterwards. So I don't know how that works out. We'll see what's go- We'll see what goes on. Um, Miles Garrett out of the hospital. Very very lucky. Very very lucky. I, I I'm sure he probably play this week. He had a, a car accident yesterday in his Porsche. Uh, the car looked like it was just fucking obliterated. I don't know what happened. Uh, he's lucky to walk out of that car, being at six six two seventy five, big guy in a little ass sports car. I'm surprised he got out of there um, with uh, no major injury. So, um, so shout out to him for that. Uh, shout out to Porsche for protecting the big motherfucker. Um, yeah, there was a there was a there was some pictures of that car if you haven't seen it um i got the slide look at there that's his car for all you that haven't seen it if you're on tiktok you want to see it come on over to youtube um that's the car look at that not a very good look for you to walk out of that right there with and the next day out of the hospital um very very fortunate to say the least in my opinion so um, it is what it is yeah that's miles garrett's car um I'm going to get to Monday Night Football game. I want to recap last this past Sunday's games uh, before I get into the whole Monday Night Football game, my old Daniel Jones, Cooper Rush take. I'm going to talk about all that shit. Um, we're going to get into all that, okay? Pro- trust me. Um, <sighs> boom. So, Russell Wilson and the Broncos' offense, they played the Niners, obviously. And they look absolutely horrible. Um, The Niners look absolutely horrible with Jimmy G. But I'll take Jimmy G 9,000 times over Trey Lance, who's unproven, who we know nothing about. I will take Jimmy G, who's won 71% of his football games in the NFL, over Trey Lance. All my dick writers on uh, TikTok, of course, I know nothing. He's the guy that his name is, his name is B- Four eight seven three six four one nine seven nine four eight four eight six with no profile picture. <laughs> that's I love those motherfucking profile names. I love those guys. They I know nothing, but then they that's their name, and they can't send me the uh, resume. The Eagles stay perfect in a blowout win over the Commanders. Jalen Hurts, Devontae Smith, I think at 169 yards. AJ Brown is providing to be a deadly combination. I have a super, super interesting take. Why the fuck did the Titans get rid of A.J. Brown for seemingly nothing? I'm very confused on why the Titans gave up A.J. Brown for absolutely nothing. Uh, I'm very confused on how that's working out because A.J. Brown's ripping that shit uh, for the Eagles, and he only makes Devontae Smith, the little jitterbug quick guy, available to get more big targets over the top because AJ's is going to demand a double team. A.J. had five for 85 in a touchdown. Um, Devontae had eight for 169 in a touchdown. And then the tight end um, also caught a touchdown. So Jalen Hurts is actually spreading the football around. I've been impressed by Jalen Hurts' mechanics. I look at mechanics first to see if you can sustain an NFL career. Tell you right now, man, I am ultimately, I am uber impressed with what Jalen Hurts has done in the offseason. Come out here to California, working with my guy Jordan Palmer and some other guys, and it's completely revamped his throwing mechanics. All his mechanics have upgraded, changed. The ball's coming out on time. It's clean. There's no drop platform. His feet are right. He's not overextending. He's not overstriding. He looks Comfortable. He looks like he is in control. And if he can play this good, man, the Eagles are a problem in FC East. I'm just telling you right now, the Eagles are a problem. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, Carson Wentz struggles. Uh 25 of 43, 211, and he had, I think. Three turnovers or four? I'm not sure if he had three turnovers or four. Um, Trevor Lawrence actually looked better than Herbert. I don't know why Herbert was still playing in that game when they were down 38-10 to or whatever. Why the fuck is Herbert still playing in the game? Why is Herbert still playing in the football game when you're down 38-10? And when you were down at halftime big, I would have pulled his ass out. We have a season and a career to worry about. Not a fucking game. Not a game. So, I'm confused, but I'm going to get into the AFC West. What has happened to the mighty, mighty AFC West? The Chiefs are fucking, we'll see how good they are, but they lost to the Colts, which is that game of the week that I picked, by the way. Chargers look horrible. The Raiders are exactly what I said they would be, fucking god-awful. Derek Carr is absolutely asshole. And then you got the Broncos, who look, They're winning lately. They've won two games, but they look fucking horrible. They look horrible. And the offense looks horrible. It's stagnant. It's old. And I am a true believer of coaches that get opportunities, not only from nepotism and who their daddies are, but also because of who they coach. And if you coach Aaron Rodgers, you're getting a job. If you coach Aaron Rodgers, you're getting a job. If you coach Tom Brady... Guess what? Josh McDaniels has gotten two of those motherfuckers. And he has pissed down his leg twice so far. He was horrible in Denver. Set that fucking franchise back. And he is absolutely fucking awful with the Raiders, which I called. He is not a head coach. And it blows my mind that these cats have trick bagged the NFL owners and all these folks to believing they are good. (laughs) <laughs> it's all who you know and who knows you, man. I, I gotta be honest with you. Um listen, I know Eric Bennamy's not the OC. I've been saying it. I know he's a titled OC. I know Andy Reid calls the plays, I know for a fact, I know all you out there want Eric Eric Bien-Ami to get a head job. I've known Eric Bienemy my whole life. Listen, I'll tell you this you can say what you want and talk all the shit or whatever. Eric bien wouldn't do worse than Josh McDaniels. I'm just being real with you. I'm going to say that on Jason Whitlock's show today. Eric bien would not be worse than Josh fucking McDaniels. Like, that is the point I make. Like, Jason Whitlock last night talked about uh, the lack of black coaches. I was talking about it, too, and I'm just like, dog. You know, he thinks black, black players, majority of the NFL and college football, they want to pursue NFL careers. That hurts them in the coaching profession moving on. I said, I don't know about that as much as I know that they're the recruiter in, in most instances and they have to control the recruits on and off the field, therefore hindering them on learning football. To an extent of a motherfucking white boy whose daddy was an NFL coach as a little kid. And now the daddy says, you know what? You're going to be my ball boy. And now I'm going to move you up. And now you're going to be the fucking OC at 25. (laughs) That is a huge uh, advantage in my opinion. Sorry to say. Sorry to everybody out there. But that's the truth. And very, very curious on how this thing ends up. Um, But... Carson Wentz struggles. He looks fucking awful. That um, Now the head coach, my main man, Ron Rivera, is getting heat over there in Washington. Why is he taking heat? Because he has never won. <laughs> that's what you don't get, dog. This is a result-oriented business. Everyone's talking that shit about Ron Rivera right now, and everyone's like, well, give him a chance. He's been good all, the, all over. No, he hasn't. He hasn't won. I love I Ron Rivera, and every player that's ever played for him that I know loves Ron Rivera. But um, Trevor Lawrence is, is looking like the Trevor Lawrence of old, and, and the Jaguars are looking like an NFL coached football team, unlike how they looked last year with Urban Meyer, two-finger discount Urban Meyer. He look, they look like an NFL coached team um, with Peterson, which I said on this show months ago that Peterson's a much better fit for Trevor Lawrence That'll be a much better and more improved organization. And uh, I believe that that's a good situation for Trevor Lawrence to be in. I'm glad to see the second-year rookie um, winning because that could be a bad, bad situation. That could be a very, very bad situation. Most quarterbacks, i.e. Daniel Jones, i.e. this cat, i.e. Ryan Leaf, you name it. And just imagine if Eli Manning goes to the Chargers when he demanded to be traded to the Giants. He don't have two Super Bowls, FYI. He don't have two Super Bowls, A. And B, he is in essence Phillip Rivers. Eli Manning is in essence Philip fucking Rivers. No Super Bowl win, probably a journeyman. Bad organizations cripple good young quarterbacks. That's what it is. Good quarterbacks never get the opportunity to show you how good they are. And this is the, the crazy oxymoron type of shit I hear on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, you talk about winning Super Bowls, coach, but you need a team. All right, you need a team. But then, fucking years later, man, he played for the Giants. How can you expect him to be any good? <laughs> So you're just talking out the side of both sides of your fucking mouth then, right? Some motherfuckers just talk and have no fucking clue. If you go to a shitty franchise, you're never going to be seen and never see the height possibility of your possible top shelf ever in a shitty organization in the NFL. It's too hard to get out of. It is too hard to get out of. Matthew Stafford, 10 years with the shitty Lions, His first fucking year with the Rams, he's a Super Bowl winner. Is that ironic? Or is that just, what the fuck do I know? What does JB know? I don't know shit. You can't sit here and tell me that if you go get drafted by a shitty organization, that you're not going to have major, major trials and tribulations to show everyone, especially the novice fan out here, How good you could be. And then everybody wants to hate. Everybody wants to hate. Everybody wants to hate. It's ironic. It's crazy how some cats have left certain organizations and gone to different ones. Like Carson Palmer was was unbelievable in Cincinnati and was horrible at the same time because their franchise was horrible. He couldn't get out of the... He was getting blown up every day. He goes to Arizona and goes to a Super Bowl, man. Get the fuck out of here. Miss me. So I'm just telling you. There's so many different quarterback scenarios I can break down with shitty organizations. I'm glad Trevor Lawrence has gone to a place where he has already turned the tide a little bit from what Urban had going on, and now we can get the Jacksonville Jaguars replicable so we can get an honest evaluation on Trevor Lawrence. Is he the guy? We will see. We will see if he's the guy. So I'm curious. He looks good. He looked better than Herbert the other day. Herbert has a fractured rib. We know. I don't think he's better than Herbert right now. What I'm saying is Herbert's hurt. I wouldn't have played. I wouldn't even have played Herbert the other day. Um, If I'm going to compete for a Super Bowl, which all you guys say is a Super Bowl uh, winning roster in L.A. with the Chargers. tell you right now. If Staley doesn't make the playoffs with this roster... I wouldn't bank on him being fired. I would bank on him being fired, dog. They're too loaded. They, they are a loaded roster. Like, what in the fuck is going on? 38 points by Jacksonville? Is Jacksonville all of a sudden the, the real deal? <laughs> oh, shit. Um, we'll see. Aaron Rodgers moves to 2-3 and all-time versus Tom Brady in a 14-12 defensive struggle. Um... I thought, for the most of the game anyway, he was 27-35. He was 10-10 of 10 at one point, uh, two tubs and a pick. Um, this uh, Rom- Romeo Dubs led the way with eight catches, 73 yards, and a touchdown. Randall Cobb had two for 57, and Alan Lazard had four for 45 yards and a touchdown. I just want to keep naming these receivers for you so you understand who Aaron Rodgers is fucking throwing to. I just want to keep naming these guys. Um. Who the fuck is Romeo Dubs? Okay, eh? <laughs> Alan Lazard. I mean, this motherfucker's made Alan Lazard a household name, by the way. Randall Cobb is as old as some of the people in this chat. And the tight end is an average player. He's okay. He's okay. But come on, dog. The receivers that they have given this man has to be a biggest slap in the face I've ever seen. Like, how are you fucking this dude up with no wideouts? Look at across the bridge over to Minnesota and look at what Cousins has to throw to. Compare those wideout core crew, those wideout rooms. Compare those two receiver rooms right there. I would argue the Bears wide receiver crew, the room is better. I would argue that um, the li- the lions I know are better. The li- I w- you don't think Aaron Rodgers wants St. Brown over there with him? Shit, yeah, Tanyan. He's okay. He ain't no fucking Edwards with Baltimore. He ain't no Kelsey. He ain't no fucking oh uh, boy with the Raiders. He ain't none of these type of dudes. He said Aaron Rodgers runs people away. <laughs> I love the people that are in the locker room with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers organization. I love the naysayers that come out and talk like they know everything about the situation. Um, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, man. I appreciate everybody here. Um, <clears throat> this is the greatness of Tom Brady. I just got to throw this out there. He had a Aaron Rodgers-esque looking wide out crew the other day. They signed fucking... Uh, What's my main? My, what's my man's name? The little white dude they, they signed to, to come on and be on the practice squad, and he actually had to play Cole Beasley. Um, he was 31 of 42, 271 and a touchdown. He throws a touchdown to Russell Gage, gives him an opportunity for a two point conversion, to tie the game. Goddamn, this guy's 45 years old. 45 years old, doing that to a very, very young, athletic, legitimate defense, which we all thought the Packers have. 31 of 42, 271 and a touchdown. I mean, that is fucking impressive for a 45-year-old dog. I'm just going to be honest. That is what climbing the pocket does for your longevity. Climb the pocket, don't escape the pocket. Climb the pocket, live to fight another down. Don't get blown up, break your leg, break your ankle, miss two seasons like Dak, miss a season like Trey Lance, miss a season like so many because we want to fucking run around. And by all the time we're running around, we're missing receivers wide open. Sorry, that's just the truth. And the Chargers are, I'm going to have Marcellus Wiley on this Friday. The Chargers are just a losing organization like the Clippers. And I hate to say this to my main man, Marcellus, we're going to have to get after it on Friday. But the Clippers and the Chargers are from the same, cut from the same cloth. They're JV organizations. They're JV organizations, dog. They are JV organizations. And if you don't believe that, you're fucking misinformed. They can't get out of their own way. The Chargers and the Clippers are the same type of squad. They can't get out of their own way. I would even throw the Phoenix Suns in there. I would throw... Um, a lo- There's a lot of teams I would throw in there. They just can't get out of their own way. They can't. So... um Clippers more revelation than Lakers man. I have no idea what language that is. I don't know what dialect that is. Derek Moser. Clippers more more revelation than Lakers man. (laughs) Is that fucking English, homie? Holy shit. Did you mean that the Clippers are more relevant than the Lakers, comma, man? Okay, I just want to make sure. I got to teach you fucking English in here. I can do that. God bless your motherfucking soul. Revelations is a scripture in the Bible, okay? A, number one. (laughs) Relevant means they're more uh, recent in winning. Okay? Goddamn, I hate to take time out of my show to to address dumb fucks, but I got to do this one, man, because how the fuck are they more relevant than the Lakers? Have the Clippers won anything that I'm aware of? I have not seen the Clippers ever win anything. I haven't even seen them get out of the fucking West. Have you seen the Clippers get out of the West? I have yet to see the Clippers get out of the West. Have anyone seen the Clippers get out of the West? I've never seen the Clippers get out of the West. I would love to see the Clippers get out of the West. Do you know something I don't know? Because I've never seen the Clippers get out of the West. Have you seen a banner hanging in the Staples Center that says the Clippers on it? I have yet to see a banner hang from the Staples that says the Clippers. And this motherfucker said they're more relevant. (laughs) Goddamn. You know what? You know they have to catch and win 17 more championships, right? They have to win 17 more just to be relevant, just so we're clear. They have to win 17 more titles to be considered a rivalry. I just want to throw that out there. But anyway, it ain't fucking basketball season for me. I don't watch basketball until fucking Super Bowl is over. So um, we'll see. The Broncos outlasted the Niners last week. I, I know I talked about it a little bit yesterday. Eleven to ten. Uh, Russell, twenty of thirty three, one hundred and eighty four yards, no touchdowns. Uh, Melvin Gordon, Gordon finishes twelve carries, twenty six yards. Jimmy G, eighteen of twenty nine, two eleven and a touchdown and a, and a rushing one. Uh, Debo Samuel five catches, seventy three yards. Um, Brandon Ayuk caught a only touchdown for the game. Rams take control of the NFC West, 20-12 win over the Cardinals. Matthew Stafford, 18-25, 250, uh, but did not find the end zone. Very efficient. Cam Akers had 12 for 61 in the tub. Cooper Cup ran for a touchdown on a a reverse sweep type of play. Um, The Bears beat the Texans 23-20 on a last-second field goal. How good has the Bears head coach been? Why is nobody talking about Chicago Bears head coach and what he's done with possibly the worst starting quarterback in the NFL, Justin Fields? Why aren't we talking about that motherfucker? He has done a hell of a job to put the Bears in over 500. And just so you know, Justin Fields was 8 of 17 for 100 yards. But what the fuck do I know? What do I know? Please, uh, you know, no, JB, you're a hater. You don't like Justin Fields. You don't like Lamar Jackson. You don't like Kyler Murray. Am I a hater or am I a truth teller? I'm just asking. I want to clarify. That should be the fucking poll question. Am I a hater or a truth teller? But what does JB know? That is the segment we're in right now. What does JB know? Because... I swear I've been on this show for fucking many, many moons talking about Justin Fields is not an NFL starting quarterback. Everybody loves saying he is. Everybody loves saying Kyler Murray's a quarterback, big time, worth the money. I said he's not. Everybody says Lamar Jackson's balling out of control. He is, man. I love to see it, too. I am. I I hope he proves me wrong. But let's pump our brakes. It's week three, dog. Last time I checked, we don't give out MVPs and Super Bowls after week fucking three. Calm the fuck down. Let's calm down. Let's pump our brakes. Let defense, Let defensive coordinators start scheming this motherfucker and see what happens. You know what's going to happen? The same thing that's happened every year. He can't win in the playoffs. He can't win you a Super Bowl. That's the thing about it. Me and Jason Whitlock discussed yesterday. What is the ultimate... result that we're looking for see i think motherfuckers have accepted mediocrity as the new excellence that shit is crazy to me you guys have accepted mediocrity as the new excellence we are accepting the fact now that you don't have to win a super bowl we're not judged on winning super bowls no more (laughs) are we not but that's the thing Prove to me you can win in some longevity. Three or four years, get me some playoff wins. Then I'll pay you the bag and, and then hope you can get me a Super Bowl. You haven't even done that yet. Either as fucking Josh Allen. This is the difference in you guys, dog, that don't know football. You motherfuckers all think that these guys are so great and so worth the money. But has shown no result. And I'm tired Lamar does more with less. So you don't know football, son. You have no fucking idea what you're talking about. He has a top three tight end in the NFL. He has top two O-line in the NFL. The run game and the rushing attack that they have allows a guy like Lamar Jackson to throw over the top to wide open receivers because we're so worried about stopping Lamar Jackson and the run game Not Lamar Jackson and the pass game. By the way, he threw four touchdowns last week. Do you know what one of them was? It's what we call power option. It's a fucking shovel pass. Nobody wants to talk about that, though. I'm pretty pretty confident in my prediction. I'm not going to waver. Trust me. I know what the fuck I'm doing. I know what I'm doing here. And I know what I'm looking at. And I know what I see. I'm pretty confident in my fucking predictions. So, just calm down. Yeah, he carried. That's why Hollywood Brown wanted out of there, right? Because they were a joke. <laughs> I love the Dick riding haters that know nothing about football who all want to talk to me. Um. Kudos to the head coach of the Chicago Bears being two and one with a Justin Fields who goes eight of seventeen for 106, zero touchdowns, throws two interceptions, and uh You guys still think he's very good. You still think he's good. (laughs) Yes, very interesting choice because you know why, Caleb McClain? I've never been wrong picking a quarterback, dog, and I'm going to continue to say that. Listen, we can be great in a regular season, and you can keep paying these motherfuckers big money to win you regular season football games, but when your franchise, your fan base, and everybody within it gets mad when you lose in the first round every year, Don't come to me bitching and talking about Coach JB. you knew what you were saying. So, um, it is what it is. That's just where I think it it is. Um, TikTok, what up, man? I appreciate you. We got about 600 people on TikTok live. Come on over to YouTube. Join us on YouTube. Become a member. Hit the button. Like button. Subscribe. Become a member. We're, we're cracking over here on YouTube and TikTok this morning. I uh, appreciate everybody. Uh, I'm going to get into last night's game, man. Break this down. I'm going to break down this giant uh, giant uh, cowboy game. Um, it's more of the same for the New York Giants, okay? Okay. Um, Shit, I'm not, I'm not wrong with Daniel Jones. I just broke down Daniel Jones last night. So let me ask you, Austin, you're another dick writer who knows nothing about this game. Didn't we just not talk about it? So you're talking about Daniel Jones being the guy, and then you're going to say, that on the same side, you're going to say, well, his team is no good. <laughs> Which one is it? Does Daniel Jones have an O-line and no wideouts, or is he bad? Which one is it? So, this is the point. You don't know fucking what you're talking about. So, shut the fuck up and listen to daddy. I'm daddy, okay? You are little son. Little wee-wee fucking man over here. You sit down and shut the fuck up and listen to what I got to say. Because I'm daddy. So, daddy says Daniel Jones is going to be good. Because Dable is the guy for the job. Dable is the guy that's going to come in and turn that program. Well, they're 2-0 going into last night's game. They have zero wide receivers. Galladay was benched because he's so fucking shitty. Okay? He's so shitty. And they benched him. They put him back in the game last night thinking he's going to perform and be pissed off at the world. He ends up dropping three footballs. Two critical first downs. Okay? His shepherd who had a decent game he or what yeah shepherd he drops a critical fucking big time play on the way down to take the lead he drops that could have been a fumble actually but he he didn't get his third step down he dropped the football the o-line gave up eight sacks daniel jones was hit 23 times last night hey genius where you at dog how many times did cooper rush get hit How many times did Trevor Lawrence get hit? How many times did all these quarterbacks that you think are so fucking good get hit last night? So so let me get this straight. Joe Burrow gets a pass, but Daniel Jones don't? How fucking ironic is that? Daniel Jones don't get a pass, but Joe Burrow does. Joe Burrow has no O-line, coach. He got hit 700 times. Joe Burrow got hit 700 times, but, you know, he's doing it all by himself. (laughs) So what the fuck is Daniel Jones doing? Does Daniel Jones all of a sudden have the fucking Ravens O-line? Does he have the Eagles O-line? Am I missing something? Is Daniel Jones all of a sudden have the fucking Minnesota Vikings wideout crew and Jefferson and all these big-time receivers? Are you fucking joking me? Is that a real thing? You really, really gonna You're really gonna talk to me and give Burrow a pass, but not Daniel Jones. Come on, man. Man, I appreciate everybody coming on over from TikTok. Make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you're coming over from TikTok, man, why don't you really become a member of this thing and not just coming over and trolling like the dick writers do? Uh Daniel Jones has a top five skill set, okay? I'm just telling you. He's athletic. He's fucking gifted. He can run. He has what we call the it factor. He has a horrible offensive line, offensive team around him. The Giants have done a bad job surrounding him with talent, and especially in critical situations. Okay, especially in critical uh, positions, O line, receiver. He has horrible fucking O line and receivers. So let me, let me Jones break this down. Has for all you the intangibles, okay? all the tools. I'm gonna break this down for you, real. Maybe if real quick. it's Daniel Jones is in the pocket, got a clean pocket here. Okay, he's got a clean pocket here, and watch this throw, and watch. And I want you to tell me how many NFL quarterbacks can make this throw. Okay? Not a lot. Not a lot, okay? Not a lot. Okay, I want you to see his mechanics. You see that, right? He got stepped on by his center. He got he fell, he got fell back on and now he's throwing a ball over a corner and a backer. Okay, look at when he threw the ball. Look at when he threw the ball. Look at where the receivers are. Okay, I want you to understand this is what we call anticipatory throws. Okay, he threw this ball before. Do you understand? I want you to show me a throw that Dak Prescott's made that is that good. I want you to make show me a throw that Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray has made to be this good. (laughs) Ah, you gotta be shitting me you think them cats are making those throws if you think those guys are making those throws you're a fucking joke and you don't know football period you don't know football one of the dick riding trolls said every quarterback can do that (laughs) hey dog show me please show me a quarterback that's done it Come on, dog. Come on. Uh, what is your name? Juana Doe in sports. I don't even want to read your name, dog. It sounds fucking retarded. But show me. Bring up a kid to show me. Show me a quarterback that's done that. Don't mean, I'm waiting, dog. Show me the quarterback that's done that. that make those throws. Okay? Make those throws. Uh, shout out to everybody in the chat. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member One and done sports. Well, you're one and done in this chat, too, if you say some dumbass shit like that again, motherfucker. I'll tell you that shit. Hey, hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. Um, Like I said, we can get in and break down all the film we want to. I have clearance by the NFL now. We had to make that announcement yesterday on the show. Uh, I can show NFL film, not get copyrighted. So that is a big deal. Um... We're gonna we're gonna show NFL film from time to time. Like I said, I have NFL access with DV Sport, so I will be breaking that shit down here in the morning shows every single day, right here on the Wake Up Show, brought to you by BetOnline.ag. So, what up, Pedro Reyes? I appreciate you coming on over from TikTok. Shout out to all you TikTokers over here. Appreciate you. Not ninety percent of the NFL quarterbacks not making that throw. Aaron Rodgers can make it. Maybe Brady, but I don't even know if Brady can make it anymore. Um, Allen and Herbert, Mahomes I would say that's probably the only quarterbacks in the NFL that can make that throw So, just throwing. Hey, one and done, are you just in here to troll, dog, and suck on my nutsack, or what? You need some balls in your jaws, homie? What are you over here for, dog? You just coming in here to talk shit? Because if you are, dog, get the fuck up out of here, homie We don't got time to talk to that shit I don't got time to listen to your dumb ass talk you, Show me your resume, motherfucker, and then we'll talk So say another dumb motherfucking thing. So Tua made that throw three times last week. Pull it up. Show me. Show me where Tua made that throw three times. I'll wait. I'm going to wait for you to bring it up, dog, before I block you. I want to see Tua make that throw Daniel Jones just made three times. He ain't ever made that throw one time in his fucking life, you dumb fuck. But now all of a sudden he made it three times last week. Hey, man, I appreciate everybody on TikTok. Come on over to YouTube. I appreciate you. They're going to get me banned on TikTok because I'm going to cuss motherfuckers out. So I got to get out of here. So I appreciate you guys, man. I'll see you guys on my YouTube channel. Peace. Um, Yeah, dog. Hey, dog. It's $1.99, homie. You want to come in and talk shit? Come in and talk shit, homie. Come on in. Let's talk shit. Uh... Dominic Nicolo, Oh, yeah, homie. People think I'm an actor, dog. I love it. I love it. Hey, dog, I got to go bang on a motherfucker in real life today because the motherfucker got my money. Business transaction ain't going well. Hey, motherfuckers thought I was a fucking actor, I guess. We're going we're gonna to find that out tonight. They'll find out tonight uh, how much of an actor they think I am. Hey, so don't fuck with my money, homie. That's one thing I don't fuck with. Don't fuck with my money. Uh, so... We got dick riders in here asking me about Stogie. (laughs) You got Google, motherfucker? See, I just block dumb motherfuckers like that. You know what I'm saying? They want to come in and start some dumb shit. If you don't know about Stogie, then you're a dick riding troll and you need to go on Google. Uh, See, this is the thing about TikTok, dog. You know what I'm saying? TikTok cats come over just to talk shit because they're the younger crowd. You know what I mean? Those are the younger crowd. The TikTokers, you know, I don't really... Rylan Spencer, much love. And then I got a lot of TikTokers that... Uh-oh. I I got a lot of TikTokers that are cool, too. You know what I'm saying? Don't get it twisted. But, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Hey, man, I appreciate everybody coming on in here. Pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. We got 411 cats in here, man. I appreciate you guys blowing this thing up. Pound the like button, man, for me. Um... I'm going to get into all these games in these league, in these teams, man, just so you know. But the Giants and the Cowboys. Let me get to this Monday Night Football game real quick, all right? The Giants have lost 10 out of 11 football games to the, to the Cowboys. The Giants have lost 10 out of 11 football games to the Cowboys, man. The final score last night, 23-16, there were only nine total points, three field goals in the first half. Um... Giants had a field goal blocked on the opening drive. Cowboys had an opportunity to go up 9-3 going into half, but they missed a 59-yard field goal. Uh, Daniel Jones looked good early in the game, starting 5-5 in his first drive. The Cowboys' pressure just proved to be too much. That O-line is horrible. They sacked him six times throughout the night, pressured him 23 times. They pressured Daniel Jones 23 times. And you guys think he's got a fighting chance? Come on, man. Um, to answer some of your questions in here, the Bears and Justin Fields, to be fair, the Bears have a horrible O-line as well, but they're winning games. They're figuring it out. You know why? They're not asking Justin Fields to do all that. They're not asking him to do all the shit that they, that you're asking a, a, a guy like Allen to throw the ball 63 times. Um, yes, I did pick the Giants last night. Thanks, Brian Martinez. Is that like, is that a? Is that a surprise or something? I don't understand what the question mark is about. <laughs> no shit, I picked the Giants. What what's the what's the groundbreaking news, Brian? I'm confused. Yeah, I picked the fucking Giants to win. No shit. You you either pick one team to win or you pick another team to lose. Like, I don't understand. Is there an option that I'm missing? <laughs> Is there a missing element I'm supposed to... Like, is this a guessing game or something? I picked the fucking Giants to win. No shit. <laughs> Holy fuck. Was there a third team involved that I could have picked? Like, what the fuck is your point, homie? So, the Giants had lost 10 out of 11. Uh... Barkley looks to me like he's still not right. I I told you guys, dog. I told you guys. He had a 37-yard touchdown run. He looked good, but he doesn't look like he's running away from folks. And I'm going to be honest. The the running back position is so short-lived in the NFL. Okay? It is the shortest-lived position. You either win for five or six years, get that bag, and you're done. Or you never fucking make it. You never make it, McCaffrey, Barkley. These cats are struggling, dog. They're struggling to be what they once were, and they're not even old. That is just how hard it is to play running back in this league. I give, I give, I give, uh, I give Zeke Elliott a lot of credit, man, because he's continued to stay in the league. He got, I think he's physically looks better this year. I think he looks physically better this year. Uh, I think Cowboys need to run him more. I think Cowboys need to run him more. Use Pollard, uh Pollard in different scenarios. Pound, 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 Zeke, run Pollard to the edges, and let's get the let's get a double a dual-headed uh backfield going, which will make it a lot harder to defend uh Cooper Rush, who is better than Dak Prescott. (laughs) Um Cooper Rush is 2-0 as a starter. He's not doing anything fancy, flashy. Uh, he was 21-31 last night, two fifteen, And C.D. Lamb dropped a 75-yard touchdown, by the way. So he would have basically 300 yards on 22-31. of 31, And much better scenario for him. He looks like, okay, now I got 300 yards on a Monday night football game. That's pretty fucking good for Cooper Rush. But... Cooper Rush is much more efficient than Dak Prescott, and he is going to be available unlike Dak Prescott. So I'm just throwing that out there. But Way Weary knows better than me. Hey, Way Weary, drop your uh, resume in here into my email. We'll post it. Uh, We'll wait, all right? Send me your resume over. We'll post it up on the thing, so make sure we can legitimately talk to you. And we know you know what the fuck you're talking about, and not just talking. Okay. We'll just bring that up. So drop your resume into my email. Um, Pollard had 13 carries for 105. Zeke had 73 yards on 15 carries. That is the balance you want. That is the balance that you want. That is the balance. Um CeeDee Lamb continues to drop easy catches, but still led them in receiving with eight catches, 87 yards, and the one-hand touchdown grab that everyone forgets to drop over now, right? Because it's a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately. It is a one what-have-you-done-for-me-lately. That's it. That's period. That's what it is. Um, see, you know when dick writers are in here, because way where he said, all you got to do is compare Dak's resume to Cooper's resume. It's not that hard. Motherfucker, I asked for your resume! Bitch, (laughs) motherfucker wants to deter shit over to another motherfucker. Motherfucker, bitch, give me your resume. Motherfucker, this shit requires, motherfucker. You pay to talk to me, bitch. I'm your daddy. You pay to talk to me. Or you show me your resume, motherfucker. You're the same dick writer that I see in fucking Walmart who wants my autograph and then comes in here and talking shit. Shut the fuck up. Show me your resume. Fuck Cooper Rush's resume, motherfucker. Show me your shit. I wanna see all you dick riding resumes in here. One and done sports. He said, where's my resume? <laughs> it's on Google, motherfucker. Is yours? Um. CD Lamb became a bust, went from a bust yesterday to being just shitty. Um That's what I think, personally. Uh, You know, that's all. That's what I think. So, you know, shit. Um, That's all I'm going to really say. You know what I'm saying? I think he went from... I think he went from shitty... um, I think he went from being a bust to being shitty. (laughs) Um... Listen, Daniel Jones looked helpless, period. That's what it is. They look helpless, okay? And he looks helpless with no receivers helping him. He's getting fucking hit in the mouth every play, and receivers are dropping footballs. All you fucking dick riders see is the end result, the drop. And then who does it? Who throws the drop? The quarterback. So you got, then you go say, oh, the quarterback's shitty. But he got hit in the mouth because he has no O-line. The wide receiver dropped the football. But then yet, you give Joe Burrow a pass. (laughs) Um, You give Joe Burrow a pass, but not Daniel Jones. Man, the hate is real. The hate is real. But coach, you hate on Lamar. No, I don't. I don't hate on Lamar. I just tell you the truth about Lamar. I tell you the truth about Daniel Jones. I tell you the truth about what wins in the NFL and what doesn't. I tell you the truth about what translates to the NFL and what doesn't. The NFL running quarterback does not translate. And I I heard a take by Mark Sanchez yesterday. He talked about the quarterback evolution. It is going to end up being... It is going to end up being an athletic played position going forward. And if you don't know how to run and you're not athletically gifted, you won't be playing quarterback in the NFL. Um, I don't believe it. Uh, the quarterback position's already transformed into being athletic. It doesn't mean they're better quarterbacks. It doesn't mean they're better quarterbacks. So... We're much more athletic at quarterback. Josh Allen, Herbert, they're all more athletic at quarterback than we ever were. But that doesn't mean they're the best quarterback. Let's pump our brakes here. (laughs) Let's pump our brakes and let's figure it out. Um, You have to be able to throw the ball on time from the pocket and then sustain a career. Not get hurt like Dak Prescott does every year. Not get hurt like Trey Lance just shown you not get hurt like Justin Fields is going to get hurt if he keeps doing this shit he's doing. So unless you learn how to throw from the pocket, being that athletic is, is, is null and void. What does it matter if you throw the ball on time? Does Tom Brady need to be that athletic to have seven Super Bowls? You're telling me, Tom Brady, if he was 30 years old right now and wouldn't play for another 15 years? You're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. Um. I don't know, he looks hopeless. Josh Allen looks bad. I mean, uh, Daniel Jones look bad because of their O line, because of their wideouts, because they don't want to really make sure that they have the fucking foundation around them. So that's just my take. Um, so we'll see what happens, though. We'll see. I'm more concerned about the fucking picks that I made. The Colts and the Broncos and the AFC looking like horrible shit right now. That's my concern. The motherfuckers are horrible. <gasps> They're looking horrible right now. Um, Is the AFC overhyped? I know I talked about it yesterday. The AFC to me is very, very overhyped. How good are the Chiefs? Are they good enough to be in the Super Bowl? Uh, I don't know. I don't think they're good enough to be a Super Bowl team this year. I think they're going to get exposed here uh, late uh, in the season, later in the season. And then, uh, I don't believe the AFC West is as good as we think they are. That's just my personal uh, opinion. I don't believe they're as good as we think they were. So, um, Iberflus, hey dog, he's got a winning record. See, you guys in Chicago kill me. So, one day you want the head coach Nagy gone. Then you want a new OC. And then he's gone. And now you're bitching about Eberflus. And now they're winning. How about you look at the fucking quarterback? Justin Fields is shitty, and in the NFL, if your quarterback is shitty, you are going to be shitty. Please understand this. If your quarterback is not good in the NFL, you're going to be shitty. Now, if you have a quarterback that is legit, that is playing poorly because of his surroundings, like a Daniel Jones like a Joe Burrow right now, like a Herbert is right now, then you surround him with better pieces. Period. But Justin Fields has proven to be shitty, and I've told you he doesn't have the genetically gifted makeup that it takes to be a quarterback. He is a brute fucking freak of nature, athletically gifted kid. A dog, I recruited the kid when he was leaving Georgia. I was trying to get him to come JUCO. He won his appeal, went to Ohio State. Okay, why? Why hasn't this been figured out by all the dick writing haters and no na- naysayers out there? One and done sports says excuses. But then Lamar Jackson loses in the first round. And then, because Hollywood Brown dropped the ball. (laughs) That's who this motherfucker is. But I'm going to use excuses. The the, the dick writing is real. I'm going to be real. The dick writing is real at 6 a.m. or 1 p.m. It don't matter. And I love it. Haters are my biggest fans, dog. You got to love them. Shout out to the haters in the room. Much love to you guys. Um... And especially all you guys that have no resume. All you guys, one and done, way weary. All you motherfuckers are literally selling donuts right now in the McDonald's drive thru as my bitch is driving through there picking them up. And now you're in my chat at the same time. Dog, McDonald's don't have more people in the drive thru to keep you busy than it is to have you in here right now? Ah. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, did this motherfucker really say genetics have nothing to do with quarterback play? Did this cat say genetics has nothing to do with quarterback play? Holy shit. Are you shitting me? Hey, this is this guy right here. I'm, uh, this way weary. Make sure you guys let Way Weary know that he's an absolute fucking idiot. He just said that you don't need genetics to play quarterback in the NFL. So can you play on, in the NFL at quarterback? <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, Samuel Healy, make sure you use cat. Use a, You use a K, homeboy. We don't use a C on cat around this motherfucker. We use a K on cat. Just like you're a bitch-made cat, we use a K, not a C. Just make sure you understand that shit. Uh, <sighs> hey, man, very interesting. We gotta, we're going to break down... I'm going to break down... Uh, All the divisions, okay? I'm going to break down all the divisions, um, and I'm going to go through the the divisions, and I'm going to talk about the quarterbacks in that division and how they're doing in that division currently. And I'm going to break down each division. We're going to get into it um, here this morning. So before I do that, though, I'm going to take a three-minute rest, all right? Um, Not a rest. I don't need a rest. I'm not like you bitch-made cats. I'm going to go get me a coffee, take a piss, and um, we'll see what happens. Yes, white guys love using K's, motherfucker. You, guess what? We also call you cunt with a K. We use K's for cunt too. So we're, we make sure we know you understand. I call you a cunt using a K, and a bitch made cat using a K. Now. How do my balls in your jaws taste, motherfucker? Eat a dick up. I'll be back in two minutes. Get some questions if you want. You want to call in, join me, call me in, call up in here. If you want to call in, cool. If not, fuck it. We'll be right back. And I told you about this fucking MVP thing in the NFL. It is a popularity vote, whether it's good or bad, on or off the field. Let me break it down. Aaron Rodgers won the last two. Why? Because he's controversial off the field, plus we know he's the best ball spinner on it. Lamar Jackson that year was a popular guy. He came in ripping it, running around, freak of nature, all that shit. But we knew he wasn't going to win no real games. Anyone guys that I know, guys that I know knew he wasn't going to win no meaningful playoff game, but they gave him the fucking MVP. Steve Nash beat Kobe Bryant twice for an MVP. In the NBA, you don't think it's a popularity vote? You think Steve Nash deserves it over Kobe fucking Bryant? And then they played in the playoffs that same year and Kobe fucking ripped his ass in a seven game series and dominated him. But yet Steve Nash got the fucking MVP. It is not the best. I'm just telling you. So. We're going to see the issues that you're going to see when Lamar Jackson faces a team other than the Jets, A, and B, when he can't stop throwing the football deep. Because if you ever see him throwing crossing routes or digs or curls or fucking even quick balls, he can't throw them. He can throw the ball deep, though. That's his comfort zone because he's used to loaded boxes, man-free, cover zero. Let's fucking... Let's fucking... Get everybody to, to bite in down the box, and we'll throw over the top. That's what he can do. So why wouldn't they do that? That's what they do. That is their offense. Why do you think Harbaugh has bought all the way in with all the quarterbacks they have on that roster? McSorley, him, Huntley. They're all the same quarterback. RG3 that's retired now. All the same. They run the same offense no matter who the quarterback is in that particular offense. The only team in the NFL doing it, by the way the only team in the NFL that has bought all the way in and is completely sold on running triple option, double option, and RPO. Go watch any other team. Justin Fields in Chicago, they do it. And then the backup, who is the backup? Last year was who? The big redhead. He came in and they run in a pro-style offense, completely different than what they do with Justin Fields. Alright, 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 alright. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. I'm going to break down and give my grades, and then we'll post the grades later this week. But I'm going to give my grades for what I got going so far. Um, I'm going to get into, uh... yes sir, yes sir, man. Steve Mack, what up? We love the trolls, we love the trolls. Um... I can't even go back and look at the trolls right now. It's too too much chat action. Uh, But make sure you hit the like button at least. Don't be a dick writer and not hit the like button. That's like, that's like dog juggling and tickling my nuts like you motherfuckers do. And don't make me bust, motherfucker. Stop busting fucking around. Um, We're going to break down these conferences real quick. I'm going to give you guys my grades. All right. I'm going to give you my grades. And uh, we'll start in the AFC. And we'll start in the East. We're going to start in the East. All right. We're going to start in AFC East. Make sure you guys hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. If you guys want to become a member, one and done, you can call in and we can debate it like some real motherfuckers or you can keep hiding behind your motherfucking troll-ass profile and do what you want to do. You feel me? AFC East, let's start at the bottom. We'll start with the New England Patriots. It's crazy to say we're going to start at the bottom. And, hey, dog, hey, hey, one and done. Let me give you a little piece of advice. You are what you do, not what you say you do. I just said this on yesterday. That's the quote of the day, homie. You say you're not a troll, but you show that you are, Motherfucker. Please understand, you are what you do, not what you say you do. You call in when you become a member. $1.99 a month, motherfuckers. You can call in any day, anytime. We can discuss it all the time, live, face-to-face. You can show me your face, unlike any other show, for $1.99. Plus, you can win you some merch. Plus, you can win you some shit. But if you're too broke um, to pay $1.99 a month, it's cool. Just say it. Be real. Keep it real. All right. New England Patriots, one and two in the conference. They've scored 50 points and allowed 71 points. 71 points. All right. Um, unlike any Belichick-led team, only get, they've given up 71 points. The Bills, for instance, have given up 38 points. Um... Completely different uh, teams right now. The Bills have scored 91 points, giving up 38. The Patriots have scored 50, giving up 71. Uh, they don't, they just look bad. They don't have an uh, offensive coordinator. Um, and, and, and to be fair to Belichick, Josh McDaniels is a fucking moron. He's a moron. He's an idiot. For leaving... For leaving a team that could have been good, leading Mac Jones to a good, solid foundation. Leaving to be a head coach, just because you say you're a head coach. You're horrible at it. You're a fucking horrible head coach. You should have just stayed. Anyway, let's get to the meat and potatoes. Patriots are 1-2. and Mac Jones is hurt now. Um, I... He's hurt. Um, I, I, I don't know what he's going to be like when he gets back. The offense is fucking horrible, led by Matt Matricia, a defensive coach, <laughs> by the way. The Jets are 1-2. They've scored 52 points, giving up 81 points. Right there with, they have the worst defense in the AFC East by far. But again, I believe they are very good. I believe that the Jets have improved tremendously. Now, are the Jets going to win fucking 10 games? No. But the Jets have tremendously improved their roster. I do believe that they like that 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 they bought into Salah and the head coach, and I think the Jets are are going to be a team that'll be decent again in a, in a year or two. Plus, my kid Jermaine Johnson's there balling out. The Bills two and one scored ninety one points, have given up thirty eight. Josh Allen looks like a freak of nature, but he can't throw. He can't make big-time clutch throws. I've yet to see him do it. I've yet to see him do it. I have yet to see him do it, um, him do it okay? Uh, this guy says I should pay him $199, but he's in the chat. <laughs> um, so I've yet to see Josh Allen actually perform... In the clutch and come out with victories like I haven't seen it. I want to see him win in the clutch. I want to see him be that big name motherfucker at the end of the day. So um, that's what I want to see. So, you know, hey, by the way, this is the last week that non members will be able to watch the live shows because we're going to go members only after this week. And so starting on Monday, next Monday. We only go members only, and then the shows will be aired live later in the, in the evening. So, if you're not a member, you will not be able to be in the show live. That is going to cut out the bullshit. It's going to give us a, a, a real show. We're going to be able to talk. Uh, you guys are going to be able to call in. So, it'll be only members uh, starting next Monday. And uh, if you're not a member, you better become one. ninety nine. Miami JIT. It won't let Miami JIT become a member. Hey, there's only, I think we have 400 members now. So 400 people figured it out. Uh, But, you know, see what happens. Marty says, cut out most of your viewers. Actually, I got more members than non-members. Dumb fuck. (laughs) And I don't know if you know how it works. You don't have to be a member to go back and watch the show, you dumb motherfucker. We have some people in here that just want to talk. And that's the funny part. Kevin Kissane, Shout out to you. Uh, You got to do it on a PC, Miami Jit. Do it on a PC. Um, So listen, the Dolphins are 3-0. I don't believe. I think they're a. They're a. uh, (sighs) I think it's fool's gold. dog. I think it is fool's gold. Okay, I think it's fool's gold that the Dolphins are three and zero. I don't believe it's sustainable. I don't believe I'm still sticking with my guns. I, I think Tua looks better this year. I think he looks better. I don't think he's the guy. I don't think he's the guy. Um, yeah, it's three games, George. Three games, dog. We've been in here three games, dog. We're, let's not anoint them as the Super Bowl champ. Three and zero. Okay, you could be a fraud at three and zero. Okay, so um. Now, listen, the, to give them credit, they've won tight games. They've won a low scoring game. They won a shootout, and then they won another shootout, um, and then in a low scoring game. So they've won every possible way you can win in the NFL. So I give them credit for that. They are uh, they're right. Miami Jit got it done. Um, the Dolphins will have a fighting chance because they have Tyreek Hill. They have a lot of other people, so I'm just saying. Exactly, hey, that's real shit, Tyler Ricker. To be honest with you, that's real shit. We knew that the 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 the, the Steelers being 11 and 0 a couple years ago, we knew that they weren't that good of a team. But but understand something: you're still winning NFL football games. It's not like the NFL any game is easy. There's no easy games in the NFL, by the way. So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, so listen, Dolphins three and zero, Bills two and one. The other two are one and two. I give the conference an overall grade of a C because it's basically middle of the pack. You got two good teams, you got two shitty ones, and last time I checked, two A's, two C's, uh, you know, balance each other, or two A's and two D's. I mean, create a C, and that is what we have: a C conference in the AFC East. That is my opinion right now. JB's grade on the AFC East after week three is a C, period. That's what I think. Um, we're going to move on to the AFC North, all right? The AFC North um, is a uh, – is the, well, it used to be the AFC Central, by the way. It is actually the black and blue conference, right? That's what we like to call it. Um, you got the Browns, the Ravens, the Steelers, and the Bengals. So the Bengals are struggling. They got a win the other day. They've scored 64, given up 55. The Steelers are 1-2, same record. Um, scored 54, given up 66. Um, the Ravens are 2-1, have scored on damn near 100 points, 99 points, but have given up 77. So their defense is not nearly as good as it needs to be. And the Browns are 2-1, scoring 85, giving up 72. The Kobe Brissett led Browns are two and one. That is the part you don't understand. Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, fuck that team. Because that loaded ass roster in Cleveland should have had a couple opportunities that possibly win in a couple more playoff games than they did. So, uh, Baker Mayfield is fucking shitty. I give this overall AFC North. I give the overall division also a C. All right, AFC North is also a C grade. Miles Garrett got out of the hospital today, um, is what they said. I don't really give a fuck. I, you know, sh- shit. Um, um, AFC North, a C. All right. Let's let's move into the AFC South. All right. I got to get to the AFC South. Jags, Colts, Titans. Texans, all right? Texans 0-2-1, have scored 49 points, given up 59. Franchise-wise, they're just a bad organization. They're a bad franchise. But you know what? Um, Last week, the South was an F. The, the South was an F last week. The Titans going and throttling, or not throttling, but beating the shitty Raiders. The Colts beating the Chiefs, and the Jags demolishing the Chargers. Um... I gotta get I gotta bump them up a grade, man. So the AFC South went from being an F to a D. They're gonna be a D. Um actually I think they're a D plus if that matters. I, I'm gonna give them a D plus. I want to know if the Jags and the Colts are for real. Can the Titans bounce back? They've only scored 51 points and given up 84. That is unlike a Vrabel-led team. So it is the worst division in football, in my opinion. But the Jags and the Colts beating two AFC West opponents who we say was the best division of all time. If you go look at ESPN and everything, the AFC West is the most loaded of all time. Well, the Jaguars and the Colts just beat your two most loaded teams, motherfucker. So until you figure that out, I'm bumping the uh, AFC South to a D plus, plus. And uh, we'll see how it uh, plays out from here. Um, let's get out to the AFC West, the fucking division that everyone is, is, is just fucking salivating over. The AFC West, all right? AFC West, Chiefs, Broncos, Chargers, Raiders. Raiders are who we fucking thought they were. Derek Carr is an absolute bust. He is an absolute bust. I've been telling you guys for the fucking longest time. He is an absolute bust. He holds franchises back. He is holding a pretty good loaded roster team back. He's holding a good Raiders team back. If you haven't figured that out, he is holding a good Raiders team back. So, the Raiders have a loaded roster. They can't fucking win because the quarterback is horrible. He's fucking horrible, man. Watch him! If you know anything about quarterback gurus... He is shitty. So, I'm going to be honest. If Lamar Jackson was in Vegas right now, the Raiders are 3-0. And I'm not even a big Lamar Jackson guy. That's how bad Carr is. But you guys don't want to look at real shit. Carr is a fucking just... He does not get it, and he has every excuse. He's gonna even break out the biblical excuses on you. Oh, God bless, I'm gonna be there. God willing, God willing is gonna make me win. Like, what if you preaching a sermon? Motherfucker, are you playing football? I'm so tired of the soft shit. We got so PC and cancel culture motherfuckers got so many cats scared out here to speak that you motherfuckers are sitting there like. Oh, I give Derek a pass. He 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 mentioned God and Jesus and the sermon and the the revelations. My boy in here said revelations. (laughs) Come on, homie. No, it's results oriented. You either win or you lose, and you're shitty. I'm sorry. But if you were such a God-fearing man, how about you drop your nuts, climb the pocket, take a chin shot, and throw the ball on time, motherfucker? You can't do that shit, Mr. God-fearer, because you're scared. Look at him in the pocket. He's so fucking scared for a man of faith. You're such a man of faith. Why are you so scared? It blows my mind. The Chargers, Herbert, Hurts, scored 58, given up 84. How has the Chargers given up more points than anyone else in the division? How have you given up 84 points, Chargers? You have Bosa. You have traded for fucking the... Leading interceptor in football, J.C. Jackson. You got another dominant pass rusher this year in a trade. You have made a bunch of moves, and you are absolutely god-awful on defense, and your head coach is the former D coordinator. Come on, man. Come on, dawg. Let's keep it real. What's going on? Is Staley a fraud? Is Staley a fraud? We got to do it. We got to bring it up, dog. Is Staley a fraud? We got to find out. We got to see what's going on. Is he a fraud or not? We're going to find that out soon. My prediction of the AFC champion, Denver Broncos, gives me hope in this regard. Their offenses look bad, but one thing that travels. What what travels? Does anyone know what travels in the NFL? Defense. Good defense travels, fellas. And a good run game travels. The Denver Broncos have only allowed thirty six points. They are in the top two in the NFL. The Denver Broncos still give me hope on my prediction because defense travels, especially to bad weather cities, and a run game travels, and a guy that has been to two Super Bowls 1-1 at the helm taking the snaps, weirdo fuck or not, I will still give that a better opportunity to win than any of these other fucking teams out here. I'm still sticking with my Denver Broncos, not mine, I don't give a fuck about them, but I still think they're going to be a team to beat in the end. Thirty-six points, dog, is 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 a very good defense, by the way. Um, and I told you that that first game against against Seattle was a was a figment of your imagination because he's going back to his original place. They played it ten years. It has to be hard. So I'm not holding and look at Seattle since I, I told you Seattle was going to end up being shitty afterwards, and I hate to see that because I love Pete Carroll, but. They just, you know, Geno Smith, I like him, but he's not the guy. So, Kansas City Chiefs, 2-1, scored 88 points, but have given up 65 points. Scored 88, but has given up 65 points. So, um, overall grade for the AFC West, which everyone said was the best division in football history. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a B minus. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a B minus. I don't know what I graded them at last week, but I'm gonna give them a B minus. Um, two of your top teams just got throttled by a team, a, a conference that I gave an F two last week, the AFC South. So I can't just give you guys a great grade. Last week they were a B. So at least I'm 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 pretty. Um, I'm pretty good with what I'm saying. I think they've fallen off. They could easily be a C. But I'm going to stick to them at a B- minus right now just because of potential. And NFL is based on potential, according to all the fucking dick-writing naysayers. So we're going to give them a B-. All right, let's move over. Let's let's get over to the NFC. um, And I'll start on my side, the left coast, the best coast, the west coast. We're going to go NFC West, uh, Rams, Niners, Seahawks, and Cardinals, okay? We got we got an issue, okay? We got an issue on this deal. The Rams are 2-1, and one, uh, a, a good game ahead of everybody. But they've only scored 61 and given up 70 points. I don't like the fact they've given up 70 points. The Cardinals have given up 87 points. 87 points. The Seahawks have given up 70 points, and the 49ers, again, defense travels, has only given up 37 points. They've only given up 37 points. So, the Niners are going to be there once Jimmy G gets acclimated back, getting back with the offense, get back going. Jimmy G will be fine. The 49ers have a much better chance to win with Jimmy G than Trey Lance, the 49ers have an opportunity to still be in this at the end of the day. I think the AFC West comes down to the Rams and 49ers like it usually does. I think Kyler Murray's going to piss down his little midget leg. And um, their defense is horrendous. The Cardinals' defense is absolutely one of the top, the bottom three worst defenses in football. And the Seahawks, I just don't think, have enough uh, at quarterback. And so... Uh, I give that that overall AFC, NFC West, which was the best conference last year. It's this year, I believe, right now, they are a C. Um, I believe they're a C, and uh, that's where I have them right now. I don't know what they were last week, but I think they're a C right now based on the Rams. I think it's going to figure it out. I think the Rams will figure it out. Um, understand something. Preseason the way it is now, and practice, and the starters that don't really play a lot. Um, So I'm holding court. I said they were a B-plus last week. I believe they're a C now. Seahawks and Cardinals both got throttled. The Niners lost. The Rams won. Um, So they had to drop. So that's just my opinion. Um, You know, I, I want you to understand something. And the, the, the preseason is not what it was. So starters don't play like they did. So start so preseason football is, in essence, still being played. Still being played. Still being played, in my opinion. Because it takes them a three or four games to get acclimated, okay? It takes them a while to get acclimated to each other and to everybody else. So that's my grade on them right now. Um... Let's, let's go on over to the NFC East, okay? We just watched the Giants play the Cowboys last night. We got the Eagles, Cowboys, Giants, and Commanders, okay? The Commanders are 1-2. and two. The Giants, the Cowboys, and the Eagles are all 2-1, and one, the Eagles being 3-0. and oh. um, This is interesting here. All three top teams are playing pretty good defense. Pretty good defense, okay? They are playing pretty good defense. The Eagles have only allowed 50 points. The Cowboys have only allowed 52 points. And the Giants have only allowed 59 points. Defense travels. Defense travels. So, the Commanders have given up 82 points. And I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Okay? I'm going to make a bold prediction. Carson Wentz will not be the starter by week 10. And your boy, Heineke will be the starter in Washington and will win them some football games. Heineke is very similar to Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott situation. The Heineke went situation is very comparable to the Dak Prescott Cooper Rush situation. I believe Heineke and that head coach being Ron Rivera, being more of a nutty gutty uh Pound, pound, play defense team, even though the defense is horrendous. Heineke fits that mold much better than Carson Wentz does. And Carson Wentz is just absolutely atrocious. I mean, how many how many teams are going to continue to sign this motherfucker? Like, I've been saying it for how many years, how bad he is. But what do I know, dog? Um, I'm going to give the NFC East a B grade. They're going to get a B uh, the Eagles 3-0 could be arguably the best team in football. Uh, Cowboys and Giants both 2-1. Uh, Giants are a figment of our imagination with no O-line play, no wide-out play. The Cowboys actually have some good pieces but have a question at QB, a question at wide receiver, a question um, in the secondary. But the Cowboys are 2-1. and They're getting it done. So, I, I, I say they're a B this week. Last week, they were a B minus. I said they've gotten better this week because the Giants-Cowboy game was good. The Eagles continue to win, and the Commanders are just shitty. So, that's my uh, NFC East predictions on grades. Uh, NFC South. Let's move over to the NFC South. Bucks, Panthers, Saints, and Falcons. Uh, the Green Bay went into the to the Bucs and got a win there. Um, the Bucks have the best defense in football. I said it on the... Jason Whitlock show yesterday, and then I had people in their chat talking about the Bills have the best. Well, the Bucks have only allowed 27 points all fucking year. (laughs) They've only allowed 27 points all year, dog. Um, The Bills have allowed 38. So I don't know how good, how you judge things, but the last time I checked, the least amount of points scored is the best defense. So I'm just throwing that out there. Um, The Panthers beats the Saints. In a shocker, the Saints are a badly coached football team. And I told you guys that Dennis Allen, everybody loved the hire. I said it on my show, I don't love the hire. Because it is too hard to transition from an offensive-minded guy like Sean Payton to a defensive-minded guy like Dennis Allen, even though he was on the staff. If you don't understand football, defensive coaches get the jobs, and they think they're this big alpha male who's going to control the narrative and tell the offensive coaches what to do on offense. Tell the the, the team what we're going to do in every single day. And what happens? You have distinction in the locker room, and you have what's happening right now. Jameis Winston can't throw fucking hit water if he fell out of a boat. They Kamara's fumbling the football. They haven't ran the football very well. And... The Saints look bad. They've scored 51, given up 70. Um, they look pretty bad. The Falcons are 1-2. They've scored 80, but given up 81. And the Panthers are 1-2, scored 62, given up 59. The Bucks are 2-1, scored 51, have only given up 27. Like I said, they have the best defense. Defense travels. I figured the Bucks would win the division. But uh, the Saints, I expected more out of, dog. I expect, did more out of the Saints, and uh, don't like don't like it. Uh, this division is not very good. It's not as good as we thought. Uh, I give this division a D, as in Dick. I give that division a D uh, with the Buccaneers in it. That is the NFC South. They get a D grade uh, because the rest of the three teams are absolute dog shit. Um, to be honest with you. I think they're dog shit. So, NFC North, let's head up to the black and blue, cold, frozen tundras of the Chicago, Minnesota, Green Bays, and Detroit to the world. Um, man, I, I like Detroit, man. They're scoring points. They've scored 95 points, second most in the NFL to the Ravens. Um, they've scored 95 points, but they've given up 93 points. And they should have beat the fucking Vikings, who are on top of the division at 2-1, and one. Uh, Scored 58, giving up 55. The Packers are 2-1, scored 48, giving up 45. The Bears are 2-1, 52 points scored, 57 giving up. Just imagine giving up 93 points, Lions. 93 points, dog. That's bad. Um, They basically hasn't moved much for me. If anything, the division got better grades than they did last week, in my opinion, Just for the simple fact that the Lions are playing well. They just aren't good enough yet. But they are improved. That's what we look for. They are improved. The Bears are winning. Regardless of Justin Fields' horrible play, the Bears are winning. And Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers fucking travels unless they go to 49 in San Francisco. Um, They travel too. They go and play and beat a hobbled. Bucks offense and then the Vikings go and come back and have a hell of a comeback victory over the Lions. Easily could be switched right there. They could be one and two and the Lions could be two and one that easily. So, um, you know, I don't know. But I'm gonna give them in that division, I'm gonna give that division a B plus. I'm gonna give that division a B plus right now. I think the Vikings, the Packers, um have a shot to get to win some games in the playoffs. That's what I, I, I do. Um, I just don't like the Packers wideouts. I don't like the Packers wideouts. I really don't like the Packers wide receivers. So, I don't know. That's in my opinion. Um, we'll see. We'll see. I, that's my grades for the for the AFC and the NFC. Um Make sure you guys pound the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, One and done sports. You better become a member, homie. Um, Because you are a troll. Matter of fact, I'm blocking you. I don't like you. Bye. (laughs) I don't like a motherfucker. I, I just, I get vibes. I don't like them. Um. No, you not. You might not, because I blocked you. <laughs> hey, man. Um, that is how we're ending this show on the morning show, the wake up show. There we go. There we go. There we go. There's my grades. That's what it looks like. That's the shit right there. Uh, AFC West. We got a B minus. EC North C South D plus. And then the NFC South, we gave them a D. NFC North, a B plus. NFC East, a B. And NFC West, a C. Not a lot of very good football. Not a lot of very good football going on right now. Football is very, very hard to watch for me right now. I'm being honest with you. College football is not very fucking good. NFL football, we're watching some of the worst football we've seen. Is it ironic that the Broncos beat the Niners 11-10? And then last night's game is a 6 3 ball game, 9 3 ball game, 9 6 ball game. It's like, come on, dog. Um, so, shout out to my main man, Steve Mack, for getting these grades done, graphics done while we're doing the show. That's, that's much love. That's some, that's some Pat McAfee shit right there. Um, football is bad. It is bad. Um, Derek Moser, I made the grades. Why? Why? Did you just not hear me talk about the fucking grades? Are you fucking retarded, homie? Are you seriously retarded? You didn't hear me talk about all the grades and then just now ask about them? You got to be the dumbest motherfucker in the chat. Derek Moser, he can't spell, he can't write, and now he can't listen. Fuck, last time I checked, you defined retarded. (laughs) <laughs> you're the definition of retarded, motherfucker. And I love the word. I hate to use the word. I can't say the word that much anymore. But I love the word, and you're the definition of it, motherfucker. So either become a member or get the fuck up out of here. Wait. Yeah, he's not a member. He's a fuck stick. Um, hey, man, this is a great, great morning. Wake up. We had 450 cats in here. Much love to all you guys. Become a member, subscribe, and uh, make sure you spread the word. We're here every morning for the Wake Up Show, talking all things football and real life banter. We'll be back at 1 o'clock today. Uh, Make sure you join us at 1 p.m. Pacific for me and Sarah Blake. We will be on the Coach JB Show together today. We'll be talking more college football today. We may have a few guests on pop up. And uh, we got a lot of real talk, real shit to talk about today, real talk banter. So, uh, Evan Wiss, untuck your belly, motherfucker, you'll find the join button. And I'll talk to you guys later on at 1 o'clock. Make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, become a member, bro. I appreciate you guys. And we'll see you on the other side. Make sure you go to CoachJBStore.com, get you some merch. It is fire. And uh, we'll see you today, 1 o'clock Pacific. Peace. I'm a chameleon, they call me, man. Yeah. I can go in there, walk into any... Any type of, uh, any home, any background, walk down any street in, in the country, in my opinion, and I think that real recognizes real. It's a new, new venture that have. The Coach JB Show with the fabulous Sarah Blake. I am ready to do some content. The Coach JB Show. The Coach Give it to you straight, no chaser.